Almost Punk Podcast with Colin and Olga. I'm Olga. How's it going, Colin? Going good. Episode 32, wrapping up July, heading into August of 2022. And we got the punk news and the punk stuff. Like we do every time we do a show, which is like, eh, once or twice a month, generally. (laughs) (laughs) Or once a a year sometimes, apparently. I don't know. Uh, 32 shows in two years, so that is more than, I can't really do the math. That's more than, I see. I don't know, one every three weeks, approximately. How about that? I see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we want to start talking about punk the news? related news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, but it's still relevant now because it's a freaking crazy topic billy joe armstrong says he's renouncing his u.s citizenship after roe versus wade reversal now abortion is legal on a state-by-state basis or illegal on a state-by-state basis if you want to say it that way this Mm -hmm. country is crazy i can't believe my generation was the one that made things even worse for women's rights can you believe this? Like, this is, our people did this. This is nuts. Well, I wouldn't call them our people, but <laughs> our I, age people. Can't, I can't believe it, but I guess everything has been getting worse for a while now. So, yeah, shocked, but in hindsight, not entirely surprised, I guess. I mean... This is upsetting to me as a as a guy thinking, well, now they're taking away women's rights. It doesn't impact me directly, but I'm still pissed off in general. However, you're a woman. This mm-hmm. actually does dr- directly affect your rights. Mm-hmm. I mean, any... <laughs> How do you describe your mindset about what this world is going through. I don't even know how to question it. What yeah, are your thoughts? I mean, rage yeah. and exhaustion, I guess, right now, more on the exhaustion uh, exhaustion side of things. It was a weird thing to wake up to, for sure. And I, I mean, we're already seeing so many things in the news of like why this is such a bad idea and yeah, like how it impacts people in so many different situations that people don't think about. I think the, this is like per usual issues are really complex and people want a yes or no to everything and things are complex. And I think even if you don't believe in right to choose, there's always instances where most rational people will still say that this makes sense, even if they're not for abortion, they wouldn't get one themselves, whatever. But like, you know, in cases of like all these extreme situations for health, whether it's put, putting the woman at risk, whether it's rape, whether it's incest, like there's all these other situations. And I guess also a lot of times, not a lot of times, but in certain cases, if you have a miscarriage, that is how you get that out. And so there's all these nuances and it's like we're living in the world where people want everything black and white all the time it's annoying on many issues including the this one but a it's like obviously nobody's right to tell other people what to do you shouldn't tell other people to live their life based on your religion um that's upsetting and too like even if you do are delusional and you think everybody should follow your religion even if they don't believe in your religion they're not a part of your religion for some crazy reason you think that your religion like first of all but why your religion and not someone else's religion there's like a ton of religions in the united states and uh, they have different views on everything so that that's one but then two is like even if that is what you think and you're completely extreme like i i still think there's a space to have conversation like there's always exceptions and they're in some of these states and then some of these situations there are no exceptions and that's it's crazy and that's you can't you can't make any decisions like that on a yes or no 
or, you know, it's okay or not okay basis, especially with something that's this complex. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it just feels like you live in the world with crazy people. Like, even if this isn't something you believe in at all, like you should still see the nuance. It's a really messed up to be forcing people to become parents against their will, especially like where country's not doing great economically. We're not hitting <laughs> like it's it's hard for people to survive as it is right now for a lot of people and access like how do you even access prenatal care or whatever? Like if we're, we're, we don't live in a country where that's accessible to a lot of people. So it's extra messed up to then force them to become parents when like childcare is really expensive. Ha giving birth is expensive. Having prenatal appointments expensive and so on. And like, we don't have a culture where we like make that easier for people. So it's extra messed up to then force them to be parents. Yeah. I'm thinking like the only way this can get changed is if, everyone starts voting no more i'm gonna let other people vote and have you know conservative even though in this country there's fewer conservatives than non-conservatives the conservatives make it a point to go vote like the percentage wise more people i, that, I that's how right. it must be happening and so it's just everyone needs to now vote non-conservatively just to like you have to prioritize this as like your number one thing to get this changed even if you know yeah it's like, but it's like but we can't change like the supreme like the those things take so long to go into yeah for no, those changes to happen it's like oh you have to stay yeah, it's like you have to. Oh, that's true. You 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 can't do it on state by state basis, and you can wait for people to die. But like, it's just that's what I mean. Like in Texas, like, so I live in California. In California, it's right now, and hopefully, it's it's a liberal state. You, you know, I don't have to worry about that at this particular moment in time. But then it's Texas. It's a different thing. It's there's more conservatives yeah. there, and so it's it's like if you are trying to get abortion in texas you have to get all those people out the only way you can do that is to get a vote out to get rid of all these anti-choice people and over here yeah. in california i can't do anything about it i feel like so i just like oh yeah 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 eh. but bringing yeah. it back to billy joe armstrong <laughs> i think he feels the same way that's why he announced yeah. that, you know, he's renouncing his U.S. citizenship. I highly doubt it will actually happen. I doubt it, too. I mean, just the tax implications alone will prevent him from doing it, because when you have to declare your $500 million, and then you have to pay taxes on that to get into some countries, yeah, and then you owe $100 million or whatever, it, it's not happening. But uh, he can go live somewhere that, else. That and the... Bard type thing. Yeah. And this is said the same regardless yeah and this is like the same guy who said he was gonna run for president he's just <laughs> saying things for attention at this point i mean there there should be more outrage I, these ideas that we're coming up with as the solution uh we have nothing billy joe probably is a ridiculous idea it doesn't help but i mean at least like it's getting the He's word out there something. so people know what's going on. I man, it's just so different. There's just so many different types of people. Like some people, it would take them off. Some people don't care. Some people vote. Some people don't vote. And then some yeah. people complain. So anyway, I, that's all I was just trying to say is, man, you got to go out there and get these people out of here. Put in other people. This is it's the only thing we have. Unless the liberals want to then become the gun-toting party and start mowing people down, which is insane. <laughs> like, we'll see what happens. I don't know. He'll probably announce he's going to the moon next or something or to space. <laughs> That's like the eccentric rich person thing to do now is it used to be like you had like a fancy sports car. Now you're just like, oh, I'm going to space. So well, maybe he'll do that thinking. next. Is, mm -hmm. What should... In your opinion, should punks like famous punks, what should the mm -hmm. famous punks be doing to 
do something. Is there anything that famous punks can do about this? Is there, I mean, is there anything that non-famous punks can do? All I know is voting. Uh, I guess besides voting, like raising awareness of organizations that are, you know, trying to give access to people to abortions or yeah, like either by donating money or like, you know, um, promoting those organizations. Mm -hmm. I think that's something (laughs) famous punks can do. I think it's also like they're part of a community where like probably majority of people don't agree with it. So then it's like, do you need to spend more time? I don't know. They, that's, that's that's an interesting question, right? Do you want to, do you need to spend more time preaching to the choir or do you want to go spend more time uh, preaching to not the choir? I don't know what the opposite of a choir is, but it's kind of like, you know, you go to a punk show, it's, it can be naked. It, like it, it's just people saying the same type of stuff and people echoing it back. So. Well, you bring up a good point just on the, the providing information to increase access. So you'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, all the punks could donate $10 to Planned Parenthood. It's like the one organization I know that you can get an abortion through, I guess. So it's mm-hmm. like, let's say all the punks donated 10 bucks. You got to, I mean, let's say there's a million punks. Then it's $10 million. And then that provides access for people to be able to go make a phone call to their local one. And then we get a different one that's over the state lines to be able to get them in one way or another. I mean, my God, what a crazy way to have World. to go about it. But that, I guess, is the way to go mm-hmm. yikes man yeah i think it's just another time where it's like you know like there's always when you now that we're constantly going through these crazy events uh it's always like people want to also act and then there's like sometimes not enough thought being put into like, like, for example, during Black Lives Matters protests, people were using the hashtag and it was actually like preventing people from organizing. And instead they were just like polluting the feeds with support and there's all the backlash about it. It was just all the back and forth. And so it's like the same thing is, again, like you want to take action, but you also want to like take a minute to think about what the action should be. Not like a decade, but like a minute because you have to be like, thoughtful about what the action is because yeah sometimes like even like nonprofits, if i don't know like sometimes they don't want to get all the donations at once for them to do budgeting they would rather get like ongoing donations that are smaller than big chunks because then they don't they don't know how to like do budget for next year if they're or whatever or they don't have the 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 staffing to even you know, utilize those funds yet or things like that. Like it's all, it's even things that are done with good intentions. It doesn't, you know, sometimes it's not the best action either. All right. Well, ready to move on. Moving on. on. Completely unrelated. Steve Albini (laughs) wins his second world series of poker bracelet. I wasn't going to go into this anywhere near as in depth as (laughs) abortion rights. I just thought it was a, interesting piece of news that this he's a diy producer i guess he's known mostly now for nirvana's in utero as the producer even though he doesn't call himself a producer the recorder of the album uh-huh. along with you know bush uh mm-hmm. he's he's done tons of bands oh man what was i forgot the, i was forgot a punk band i was going to even mention right off the top of my f minus there we go wake up screaming he did he recorded uh, f minus's wake up screaming which i really like the way that album sounds that's really cool yeah and, um, he's the recorder of that and he's recorded thousands of bands and he's actually you know well-known famous guy in, in, in the recording community but he's he's a total underground dude and uh well now he made some serious money we're talking six figures doing poker (laughs) what a life what a life yeah (laughs) any thoughts on that is money playing poker (laughs) 
I mean, I'd rather he wins money than somebody who sucks. There we go. <laughs> it's just crazy that he won and that and that, that it pays so much. Like it takes probably it takes a lot of work to win, right? Like you oh, yeah. you have to be really good. You have to practice. And I mean, I I've had a friend who was into poker and there's yeah. like books. It's not just like you show up and you play a game you have to be really strategic about it yeah i, I think um, it, if you don't know anything about poker you think of it as just lottery-esque gambling or like a pull the lever yeah. type of thing that doesn't require skill uh no if you're playing at mm -hmm. that level you need to be good i've gone to poker game i have zero skills i go and play people with skills and i lose it's it's very very yeah. predictable in that regard the good people end up winning it's that's what happens <laughs> how much money did he win he beat 773 other players but yeah won one hundred and ninety six thousand dollars hundred ninety six thousand okay. that's, that's good oh <laughs> and i guess i guess poker is part part of uh punk culture they have uh poker tournaments at punk rock bowling every year there now that go. i think about it see? it's related maybe he can show up to, to to this one and you know to the one next year i think punk rock bowling announced they're just coming back in 2023 yeah um they're not gonna have a festival this year so maybe he could uh show up and try to you know take everyone's money they saw the punk rock bowling committee i believe they sent out a tweet this week what band should be playing? I think we're probably going to have to send them some. Maybe we'll have it on our podcast oh. show next time. What band should play punk rock bowling? Because we'll I just send them thoughts. the episode. <laughs> yeah, we always have thoughts. Yeah. We have we we haven't planned the festival. We've we've uh, we've had a lot made a lot of suggestions from the sidelines to each other. So yes, so now we'll, totally we'll qualified. do the official podcast, and then we'll send a letter in the mail. So make sure they get it. <laughs> we can send it certified. Ooh, is that going to be like a cover letter? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like it. And then, and then first it'll be a cover letter, like oh, yeah. the punk rock bowling committee. We'll Here's sign a, it, like hand yeah. sign. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll do that way, and then we'll we'll also do the exact same thing with DocuSign, and we'll send it over to them, Ooh. and then we'll see if they they read the digital that we send. Or if they read yeah. the snail mail and then if, you know, if it, the snail mail or ended if they up winning, just... oh my goodness, that would ruin my life yeah. because all I do at work is complain about, we can do everything without all this paper. Uh, and I'm not even an environmentalist yeah. about this paperwork side tangent. I am just talking about what gets things done quicker. That was really what I was getting at. Anyway, we will tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you know, hopefully they don't ban us from the festival for being annoying. That would so more to come next that time. That would suck on bands yeah. to play. All right. And speaking of bands, I want to see at punk rock bowling yeah. whenever every year. Next piece of news is Riverboat Gamblers announced shows and possibly new music. Yes. I feel like we've the talked about them. <laughs> oh wait, we we talked to Mike Weeby, and he said there's gonna possibly have new music. So if you were listening to our podcast like a year ago, you would have known about yeah. it. But no big deal; it's fine. We we're broke happy that news to, a while ago. We're happy if you join just now as well. Um, but yes, we, so I'm excited because there has not been Riverboat Gamblers like new music in a while there's a bunch of side projects all of them have other bands i think all of them have other bands at this point and i go see those bands and i listen to those bands but i want to see riverboat gamblers in san francisco again is that asking for too much i i mean i looked at their website right now and they've, they've played two shows since that announcement or, or actually it was like a festival and a, so they played like they played a handful of times and they had to they had to cancel one show yeah. because mike had a covid oh so I and the sh the next show that they play is in august it's in texas so well, i'm in california i i'm not going to make that show <laughs> so <laughs> they'll probably come west when they have Whatever they're going to release when they put it out, then they would go tour around it. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm supposing that would happen. 
So maybe these are like the yeah. warm-up shows in preparation to get them back in the groove to go then record and put something out. Well, I'm sure they also want to like release the album, which who knows because of COVID. I'm hoping so it's an album. That's yeah. a big assumption too, because a lot of these bands put out singles. We already bought I a seven-inch yeah. single last year from them. Remember yep. that? Uh, do. And I think it was a Ramones cover. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. It was... It was the Motorhead Ramon song. And it, yeah, wasn't that right? Wasn't that what it was? I can't. Something remember. like that. Okay. Yeah. I I just remember there's a pink one and a yellow one. And yeah. Speaking of bands that uh putting out new stuff and doing new things that are old and have already done a lot of stuff in the past, Thrice 20th anniversary tour. Are you ready? It's actually, I should say 20th anniversary tour for illusion of safety specifically because now, now they can do one every couple of years now for the next few releases. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so am I ready? No, but sort of, I, I'm excited. I have tickets. I'm missing tickets for one of the shows. There's four shows. I think they announced Friday and Saturday. No, I think they, they announced two dates and then they added another date and then they added another date. Oh, so wow. now it's four shows. It's in December. So I have also, tickets. We should mention it's in this December. Is- so I'm not like packed yet or anything. <laughs> um, but it is, it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I don't have oh, wow. tickets for Saturday. So I'm kind of like, I need to find a Saturday ticket because it's annoying that I have Thursday, Friday, Sunday. No days off uh, and it's out going of- all in. Is that, is that, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I think so. I haven't like, I don't know. You can I'm hang outside the venue for one of the shows and then get in for oh, free somehow. I don't know. Remember, I have I, this theory, people. There's always a ticket for a fan. You can get in. I'm excited. I'm excited about these shows because Illusion of Safety, I think it's it's a great album. Um, I think yeah. it'll be fun. It sucks that they're not like touring on it. They're only doing shows and um at house of blues anaheim so it's like a hometown show for them but makes sense for them it's like an easy way to like plays a couple of shows not leave town for christmas it's like right before christmas you can be with your family make some extra cash to buy them gifts it's all it's a huge win for everyone i guess illusion of safety that's the album that made thrice thrice in my opinion yeah it is like some people might say identity crisis but i'm i'm not I'm saying illusion of safety is the the definitive thrice becomes thrice. Okay, yeah, I I I would agree with that. But except until then they become something else like seven more times after that. Oh but yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But I mean that is what where it is where they found their sound that they later evolved away from yeah. eventually. But <laughs> yes, correct. So good point very good yeah. point yeah <laughs> it's like it is what i still think of as thrice but as i go through their discography it is not necessarily how about theirs. i say it this way it is the pinnacle of their screamo era and yes, the pinnacle, and that's arguably accurate. the pinnacle of screamo yeah i like that that's that is accurate i mean that if you're accurate. a thrice fan and you like screamo i don't think there's any other band that you can like more than thrice for screamo right yeah like i mean there's used, people that do but like, you know some people might like the used right there's like crossover there there's a lot no? i mean some people like finch the most i don't oh, know people oh, have boy. different opinions you know how it is you know how people are with their aye, opinions. Aye, aye. <laughs> but yeah uh I'm, I'm i am excited that should be good hopefully they play you know a lot of other b-sides and things like this i mean you know they're gonna have to pay, play deadbolt yeah, all I'm... four nights so <laughs> that's would, yeah. always fun you know it's fun watching a band play the song that we all want them to play but they don't want to play it's a very passive aggressive it's so strange thing. though because yeah. i mean i remember stories of nirvana not wanting to play smells like teen spirit they were tired of it it's a huge hit like it's the yeah. only reason why people go to the show. You play the song, everyone leaves. The yeah. t- while you're playing, all everyone yells. Deadbolt is not a hit. There is no, there are no millions of Deadbolt fans out there. There is a cult following. Yes, they got a hundred thousand people that want to hear Deadbolt, but mm-hmm. that's not. I mean, I've been to what a dozen thrice shows. There was never an overwhelming 
chorus of, no, no, hold on, let me hear me out. There were five people yelling out, play deadbolt the whole night. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yes. The whole night. Yes. There what there's a thousand people at the show, but they're they're yelling out other songs also. Sure, sure, deadbolt sure. was not the definitive song of Thrice during my dozens of times seeing Thrice. I think it is. I have seen them more than you. It is That's the song true. people because they like make merch referencing like I think there's a t-shirt that says like I've seen thrice play deadbolt 10,000 times I think I own socks that say play deadbolt like it is so such a part of the you know it's an in joke so much that there's merch around it that's how much it happened man you know what it must have been when I was seeing thrice the most it was they're, when they're deadbolt, probably playing deadbolt yeah I guess that's what it was because I I have heard the song at every show they've played, it's they stop playing it once but or you know, twice. But I was thinking, you know what though, is they got tired of playing it, but now they have not played it in like 10 years. Okay. So now they can't, maybe it's kind of fun to play it again. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. And it's I not like know. Deadbolt is so much different than other songs. Cause that's another thing. Sometimes you have a song that's like a ballad that doesn't fit in your set. And that's you're like, I don't want to play from that. Illusion of Safety though. That is the song. Yeah, no, it's no, it's good. I, I, I don't have any problems it. with it. I listen to it when I dead lift. Ah, okay. It's dead bolt. Like, yeah. Well, now they'll be playing it for sure. Yes. <laughs> Shows will probably be good. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to Dead Bolt tonight when I go deadlift. Okay, well, good. I'm yeah. glad you do. My evening is planned. I'm fun. <laughs> uh, I wanted to briefly announce uh, the night clubbing documentary with wild Ooh. sex and drugs at Max's Kansas City. And so um, that was just, I just briefly wanted to mention a new documentary. It's called Night Clubbing, The Birth of Punk Rock in New York City. It's screening July 30th. This is the thing that I can't stand about all the events that we announce on the show. We've announced plays. We've announced Broadway shows. We've announced musical events. Mm -hmm. We've announced documentaries. We've announced books. Mm -hmm. A lot of these things you can't get. That's annoying. So like, that's going to be the other part. So this documentary comes out July 30th. I don't know where I'm actually going to end up seeing this thing. Cause it's not like it's streaming on a streaming service right now. And it's not like they're selling it on any Amazon type mm -hmm. websites. So I really have no information. Mm -hmm. If I'm not going to see the movie in person on that particular night, I have no idea how to find these things. Maybe that's a grudge. I want, I want to go. Yeah. Watch it. Or <laughs> I don't know. I, however, I don't understand how <laughs> it's scream. It, it's screening at Joe's pub on Tuesday and Wednesday. And <laughs> you just got to go to New York, go to Joe's pub. Hold on. Is it, is it a specific Joe's pub or any Joe's pub? You know, it because... just says Joe's pub. <laughs> All right. Cause I feel like we could find a Joe's pub somewhere in Bay area. Right. Oh. There's gotta be a, a guy named Joe that owns a pub. It's gotta be in new it's in New York to go what? along with their Max's Kansas City documentary. This is just getting ridiculous. And that's what it's, it, it, it's about Max's Kansas City, yeah. the nightclub in New York. And uh, that holds importance to me, not because I was alive or went to any of those shows then, but I did, when I first got into punk, I went to the library and I was looking oh, up yes. how to find it. What is punk at the library? And Max's Kansas City, there was a CD there. It was called like, Max's Kansas City and it had Wayne County on it Jane County Jane County <laughs> I should say and then it had a Richard Hell it had the New York Dolls on it it had uh I think what Rocket from the Tombs might have been on it uh anyway a lot of like early Blondie I think early Blondie so it was just like a lot of early stuff that happened right before the Ramones took over so it was good to get some historical context library that's where you go to find out about punk 
Nice. And I, I love it that you, there's all these places you wanted to go visit in New York city, all these punk places, yeah. but you've never been nope. still, but you, but you had a working itinerary. So when I went to New York, I went on, the, <laughs> on your tour yep. and it was great. I, I had a good old time and, oh, and my friends, I'm glad I was someone visiting. did. It was great. And then my friend loved it because she's like, oh, everybody makes me go to the same places. Like everybody wants to go see the Statue of Liberty and stuff like that. And you made me or yeah, you made me and I made her go to um, what's that bar? Manitoba's. Uh, Manitoba's out of business. So I'll never get to go to it. And I've got to go twice. Unbelievable. Yeah. So thank you. If if anybody, you know, Colin can specialize in punk tours of uh, <laughs> punk itineraries. There you go. Punk I mean, a lot of it's gone. You went at the right time. It you is. got to go to I Manitoba's. Did. I mean, CBGB's. Yeah. I don't know if it was still there, but it might have still been something. They might have had the art gallery thing there. I don't know what they're doing with and it the, now. And the best part is the second time I went to New York, second my friend time. turns out to live across the street from manitoba so i was literally sleeping with an open window facing manitobas at night that was really cool i remember i remember bragging to you about that one so just so people know manitobas i wanted to go to it because it was handsome dick manitobas bar who was the singer of the dictators who were from new york who Got, they got assigned to a record deal right around the same time as the Ramones. Uh, Ramones got, well, semi-famous. Dictators did not get semi-famous. They're, I think they're only popular in New York and maybe some cities in Europe. But their guitarist, Ross the Boss, went on to become the lead guitar player of Man of War, which is a power metal band. It's just so weird how you start off in one of the earliest punk rock bands in the New York scene. And you end up playing one of the, in one of the biggest European power metal bands. Like <laughs> no, that's weird. Anyway, uh, that's another story. Oh, yeah, it boy. was a cool, it was a cool bar. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool bar. <laughs> it had uh, photos from, you know, uh, old photos that they had on the walls and stuff. You would have loved it. I would have loved it. All right. Well, ready to move on to the next topic. Yes. Oh, more crap going on with this country. <laughs> the, the January 6th riots where some people, some people, yeah, some people try to take over the government. And I mean, some people, I, yeah. this is just a crazy country at this point. Anyway, some people were wearing descendants t-shirts and these people are oath keepers, the right wing, <laughs> far right, anti-government militia who claimed to be defending the constitution, the descendants had to put out a statement disavowing any ties to the January 6th storming of the Capitol. This world is crazy. <laughs> and the Oath Keepers, I believe, were the same group that the Iced Earth musician, I can't remember if it was the singer or the guitar player. Oh, yeah. He was also, you know, a member of that organization. I just... Man, uh, what that story just like made me think about is, um, well, a it reminded me of like Fred Perry, the the clothing brand, having to denounce skinheads with like the alt right, like a couple just a couple years ago because they mm -hmm. were using their shirts. And then two, yeah, it's it's interesting because as a fan of stuff, I'm always like, ooh, like it's all you're always thinking like oh that's my favorite band i hope nobody becomes a racist person or what if i get this tattoo and da 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 da, da. but i never thought about it from the artist's point of view that apparently you also have to think about <laughs> like will some crazy person like you know go on a ma massive shooting spree wearing your t-shirt or something like that's crazy that could happen too we live in a world where that happens too so it's like it's crazy. This because, just goes to show like, how dumb people are that are fans. Like, mm -hmm. you're wearing a Descendants t-shirt. You're storming the Capitol. Like, how does one become a fan of Descendants and then I storm mean, the Capitol? This is like someone who's like, man, Rage Against the Machine would be a great band if they weren't so political. Or so, you know well, I mean? no, it's remember, like, there's people like people criticizing like, oh, they should that people didn't even know that Rage <laughs> Against the Machine, they, like they've even used it in some videos for like 
alt-right type stuff so like their music so it's yeah. yes correct people don't know but it is crazy that people don't know so maybe we just need to dumb down all their lyrics need to be like dumbed down like la 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 <laughs> like we don't you know you can't you can't talk about rage against the machine that's like too abstract of a concept you have to be like <laughs> We know this song is called anti-capitalism or this song is called we hate the racist or this song. like you can't and even then people will probably hop around to it but apparently people can't pick up on things oh i mean Just you like brought it up at the beginning of the nuance. show yeah you brought yeah. it up earlier people like no one can handle nuance. nuance yeah yeah it's like we i think a lot of people just take things at exactly the face value they'll be like do you think babies should be killed? No, exactly. And then that's it. Or they would be like, do you think that, you know, we should rage against machines? <laughs> oh, like robots? Yes, yes, we should. <laughs> I think that's what you're flabbergasted. Oh my God, I like them so much better before they went all commie liberal on me. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like they probably thought it was a, you know, they probably watched the Terminator and they thought, oh, this is like against the machines and Terminator movies. Yes. I don't like those robots shooting, running around, trying to kill teenage boys and aye, stuff. Aye, so they're aye. like, of course, see, it's just the band. Was, what, what were they thinking naming the band that? You I know, wonder, it was clearly. I Punk shirts were in the crowd of the, the January 6th, right? You got Descendants in there. There had to be some Green Day fans. I mean, they're so big, you would figure someone was wearing one. And, you know, uh, who knows? It's crazy. There's probably a Misfits shirt in there. Oh, I Misfits mean, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not even a doubt in my mind that that oh, is Oh, man, people. Right? People. So, yeah. And then, I mean, and so, and then how many bands did we talk about where like part of the band is now like super all right. And it was like, what? I mean, how yeah. can you expect the fans not to be it when there's actual people who have been <laughs> in like Ay, Misfits yeah, yeah. and, you know, other bands that have become even what Sex Pistols, yeah. there's, been, <laughs> there's yep. people who have been in those bands that are very conservative now so how could you yeah. not expect the fans to be that's unbelievable oh it unbelievable. Is unbelievable so maybe to earlier conversation what we can do apparently maybe it, maybe just saying the same things into a group of people who allegedly like have similar values maybe maybe we do need the repetition i don't know <laughs> maybe more bands need to explain their lyrics there needs to be uh you know an interpretive uh <laughs> it could be like a book report after, after you finish the song apparently you're supposed to introduce somebody to explain the meaning because people can't well here's, up here's the thing even if you're a band and you have no political songs you still don't want these people wearing your shirt and going on a anti-government takeover pro-trump fascism riot it's like you have to every band needs to put out a a white paper or a mission statement saying like, even though our songs don't have anything to do with this, we don't want this in our crowd. Like, is that what you got to do now? I just for a lot of those bands that would cut into their profit and some care and some don't. So yeah, some care and some don't, I guess that's the thing. Well, yeah. moving on to new music. Yeah. But I think it's not up to the band. It's not like band's responsibility to like, they're not responsible for actions of every person who's bought their shirt or well, whatever. Like true. it's absolutely crazy to like, you're, you're, it's also like, it's not their fault. Like, and I mean, there are bands who like, even, I don't know, like we talked about nerve agents a couple months ago and they like kicked somebody out of a band because of like, they didn't agree on stuff. So people do things on, you know, even yeah. on like it's smaller bands. So just because somebody bought your t-shirt doesn't mean you're friends or you have you share the same values or yeah. opinions or views. Good point. Yeah. Then it makes me not want to buy the shirt. So then I'm like, eh. true, true. <laughs> Can't punish the band. Yeah. All right, let's Agreed. talk about new releases. All right, this one well, is static dress. Static dress with the crazy long title. 
And I just marked it down as unexplainable titles. And it's just this really long thing without spaces. Anyway, I listened to this song <laughs> and I didn't, I couldn't even believe it was a new release. It sounded like 2006 yeah. Screamo, but no, the band it is sounds like new. they should open the the illusion of safety. Absolutely. And I like the anniversary shows. That's what even you threw sure? me for a loop because when Screamo was at its peak, I was eh, you know, I like some. I'm not I'm not into it. I'm yeah. not into the scene at all, but I'm like, You're okay, Bryce enthusiastic. Is cool. No. And then I'm yeah. just listening to new stuff and this comes on. I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. Static dress. I don't think I'm going to like every song by them or anything like that, but unexplainable yeah. titles. Hey, this is a new band. They formed in 2018. Uh, I'm going to be paying a little more attention to see if they got anything else. I want to check out. I did enjoy the song and throwback to 2006 screamo <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it was on more of the uh the hardcore end of it but it certainly did have the poppy poppy part as well but overall good um anything else to add before i move on to the next one no. I next one i was liked it too destructo disc who when looking up their name and where they're from by the way they're from virginia formed in 2015 Ooh. Apparently it's a reference to some anime. I shoot. I, I knew what it was before I started. That's how quickly I forget about anime. Anyway, it's a reference to an anime show and there's some destructo disc that's in the cartoon and they use it for something special. And when looking up the band, that's how I found out about it and learned that the destructo disc, the band is less popular than the destructo disc anime reference. So that was the background story on that. Regardless, uh -huh. It sounded like Alkaline Trio, kind of 90s pop punk, the late 90s pop punk era. And I was like, okay, you know, for what it is, I like it. It was good. Mm -hmm. There's just a quick thing. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, one? I thought that too. It was, it was, it was good. I liked it. I like the other songs that you picked too. The next one is from Dolly Rots, which I, I didn't to know mention they the were name still... of the song. Hold on. Oh, Destructo disc breakfast. breakfast in space. There we go. Now, and now yeah. we can move on. <laughs> Good job. Now we can move on. The next one song was from Dolly Rots Alone Again. And I was like, wait, they're still around. And then exactly. I remembered I saw them at the warp tour. There was an anniversary show, like the last last show or whatever. It was a couple of years ago. So of course I had to go. And I saw Dolly Rods there. And then I was like, oh yeah, no, they're still around. I just kind of saw them. Um, I wonder what the song is about because it's called Alone Again. That's true. I Similar to your impression, I mean, I can't believe, I've known, I know that they've been around this whole time. That's why I put it on the list. They have just been yeah. around forever. They don't go away. We got into them yeah. in the early 2000, I think it was 2001 or 2002 when they got put on a commercial I still think that's their best song, Feed Me Pet. For HP. Yeah, it was a printer. They were just the background music for a printer commercial that they played at the movies. And I'm like, this band is awesome. And for 20 years, they've been riding that HP <laughs> commercial. <laughs> I just, that's funny. No, they actually never play that song anymore. And uh, they their sound, it's just pop punk, lookout style yeah. pop punk. It's been like that forever. And oh, I can't believe they're still around, but they still keep cranking them out. The husband and wife, the singer and the guitar player, they had a baby. I'm pretty sure as soon as that kid is old enough to play drums, they're just going to put that kid on the drums and they're just going to be a family band. I, mark my words. <laughs> 10 years from now, mm -hmm. they're still playing. Their kid is playing drums. That's... <laughs> Oh boy. So yeah. Okay. So breaking this to you. So A, the song has so few listens on it. I was like, wow, Colin, you're like breaking the song. Like you're you found it so early on. But um, I am looking at their Instagram and there's literally pictures of them playing ah! with children. So I I don't know. I know that you didn't like know this going into this because you're not on social media at all. But um, I think you might be onto something. Oh my goodness! Uh, perhaps. Well, 
Yeah. The, the like, photo that you just showed me, though, they look like they're eight years old. I mean, that's a little young. Well, yeah. maybe they're musical prodigies, I guess. it's. Oh, oh it's another band. No, who are these kids? Oh, my goodness. Now there's children just taking over the scene. But it doesn't well, matter. Fine. But I feel like the precedent is being set. Okay. The idea is going to be like, oh, we should just have our kid play the band, you know? Uh, oh, oh, no, boy. it is. They do have kids that are starting to be old enough to be play instruments. Okay. I mean, they still oh. look like they're in elementary school to me. But well, yeah, but you know, how hard is it to play uh, that style of music? Do you think you could do it when you're ten? Maybe not well, me. Me, I no, but no, their kids with those genetics having two parents. <laughs> if you have two parents, both of your parents are in the band. You're you're you have to do it to prove yourself. Isn't I know like the their thing? rebellion is going to be like getting business jobs, working at yeah. the bank because they're like, mom and dad keep trying to make me a punk, and I hate it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what people do because that's the thing is the people whose parents are so established in like entertainment industry, they write that because they're like, oh, I could like have to go to work or I could try to just become a model or whatever. Um, and like, you know, they have the right connections for, for all of that anyways. But the people who are like in smaller bands who saw their parents just financially struggle, they're probably like, I'm going to go be a CPA and I don't need to be doing all of this, whatever this is. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'd say so, man. Yeah. Oh, well, you're ready for, for grudge time. I am. I am ready for a grudge. Do go you ahead. have a grudge this week? My grudge is when a song goes viral and then everybody uses it in the background of their video on like, social media and then like after a week i can no longer ever hear that song again even if i like the song because it'll be like here's how you make the salad recipe the song here's how you like it's just you hear it so many times a day that you are just like i it's worse than like if a song is big on radio you'll hear it you know say say you're listening to radio all day long you'll hear it probably like 30 times but if it's a song is big on social media, you could hear it 30 times in an hour, like in bits and pieces. And it's just driving me crazy. And I realized as soon as a song goes viral, I cannot like once it reaches that, I'm just like, I can't. And now I don't care how good the video is, if it's a dog, if it's a recipe, if it's whatever, like I have to turn the sound off or skip the video because I just can't like it's too you can't listen to the same uh, 30 seconds of music all day long. It's, it makes you, it makes me see, go crazy. I'm out I don't of the loop. To say. The last viral song yeah. that I'm familiar with is Gongham style. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yep. I don't know what, what's, what's a viral song right now. Uh, the Kate Bush song oh! that apparently was in Stranger Things. Okay, well, I mean, that song's I don't from even... the 80s. I mean, yeah, I, I've, and I, I've heard it on the radio. Have, <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I have nothing against the song. I, it's, it's a good song. I don't watch that show, whatever, but it's just like I've heard it enough times where it's I can't hear it anymore, like ever oh, again. That explains yeah. a lot because uh, I knew I had heard Kate Bush's Run Up the Hill. It's on yeah. Stranger Things and has now gone back on to number one on the pop charts. Yeah. So I'm, I was familiar and I thought it was going to be a one week thing and then it was going to go uh-huh. away. And so I actually heard it on the radio and I thought, oh, okay, well, that's probably the last time I'm going to hear that one. But then I actually did hear it again and one more time. Okay. So I've heard it three times, but not oh, I, I will, I can... times a day. Sometimes I hear it that many times in like, a minute even so something so. else has to come and take it over is that yeah but no because i don't even need like i don't want more <laughs> things to go okay. and it's just maybe i want things that but then it's i'm conflicted would i rather somebody who is actually like deserves some like success mm-hmm. going viral or do i want complete garbage to go viral so i just skip it off the bat immediately and i'm never exposed to it ever you know what i mean wow. i guess i'm tough. glad i'm out of the loop on that one <laughs> yeah but then but now you don't even know that dolly rots have kids that are old enough to play instruments yeah so i mean i can do research you know if i get off yeah. my butt <laughs> yeah that's a big if oh boy what yeah. is your grudge the word 
and action of manifesting. I just came oh. up with earlier. For a little bit, I was fine with it. Now I'm absolutely against it. And now I hate I it. I absolutely. I see. Manifesting is the thought that you were just going to make things happen because it's fate. It's going to happen due to fate. And I, I was thinking about it. No, no, not even fate. It's because of how positive you are. That's why it happens. I Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and this is how it comes back to punk was Panic at the Disco has a song high hopes and one of the lyrics is like mama said something about manifest destiny and Um, i was thinking oh that's when the united states decided that all the land in north america was for the united states and we are going to go kill everyone or give them diseases take over and we're justified because we're manifesting it you know we're making it happen mm -hmm. that way but it wasn't actually manifesting that made that happen it was the action of going into new territories and killing all the people that live there and making them sick. So it was not actually manifesting anything. It was taking actions to kill people to take over their land. And I think of the same word when now when I think about what does it take to get things done, I'm going to go manifest it. But in reality, if you want something to happen, you're going to actually have to kill some people <laughs> in quotes, you know, take these actions that are going to get you the results that you need. Man, thinking about it, I could say is an early step in the process. Yes. But just manifesting, manifesting on its own with no other actual actions. I'm against it. It reminds me of the secret. And I'm well, also yeah. against the secret. So that's another it's thing. It's the same thing. I there think. we go. Because the secret teaches you how to manifest. That's this. Yeah, I think. That's the secret. That's, the secret. <laughs> that's exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so the there's secret, no secret is you do. The only people who accomplish anything, they do nothing. They just are really positive and they think about it. Boom. Yeah. And it's uh, as demonstrated by the heirs to the richest people in the world. Therefore, it applies to everyone. <laughs> And you can well, manifest anything that way when you are an heir to millions and dollars and power and previous positions in high profile industries. Yeah, it works great. It if does not, work. No. I saw a comedian saying that there's a lot of like younger people talking about manifestation on TikTok. And he was like, no, it's not because you manifested it. These things just happen to you because you're attractive. <laughs> like I all the attractive the people attractive. i just did this well yeah and then it's like well then they i mean there, it's problematic on a lot of different levels but one of them is well if bad things happen to you it's your fault because you manifested you know being robbed or held at gunpoint or like that's all on you yeah so it's victim blaming so that that's what that's another criticism of that way of thinking so well that wraps it up for me well what then about you? same here sounds like it's time to wrap it up uh follow us on instagram almost punk uh send us an email almost punk pod at gmail.com if you have any grudges or if you have music you'd like to share some people start sending us their music we listen to it that's true so do that and until next time over and out bye